Perek Bet, Pasuk Yud Bet. Here Kohelet starts again a comparison between, on the one hand, the attainment of Chokhmah, wisdom, and on the other hand, the attainment of material success, which you will call Holelot Vesichlut. Pasuk Yud Bet. Ufaniti ani lerot Chokhmah veholelot Vesichlut. Once again, I turned to assess Chokhmah uh, on the one hand, and Holelot and Sichlut, revelry and folly on the other hand. Literally, this could be translated as, for what is the man who comes after the king, that which he has already done. The Peshat of the Pasuk over here is Kohelet saying, what is the man that comes after me? Can, can anybody come after me and do this assessment better than I have done? Nobody could do it because I have the unique ability and the unique experience to compare between Chokhmah and Holerot and Sichrut. And once I've already done that, This could be actually a, a quote, like we've, we said in the introduction, Kohelet frequently quotes other uh, lines and aphorisms by different schools of wisdom, may be one of those quotes. After I have done this assessment, who is the person that comes after the king? Can anybody uh, do a good follow-up act to what the king has done? A rhetorical question to which the answer is, of course, no. Pasuk Yud Gimel, ani And I saw, I witnessed, there is a yitron, an incremental benefit to chokhmah, to wisdom, min hasichlut, from folly, keitron haor min hashech. As there is an incremental benefit to light from darkness. Pasuk yud gimen, hechacham reinav berosho, vakesil bachoshech holech. The wise man, his eyes are in his head, and the fool walks in darkness. In other words, the wise man can use his wisdom to project into the future and to make decisions based on his understanding of how the future will unfold. And in Pasuk Yud Gimel, in the beginning of Pasuk Yud Dalid, what Kohelet is doing is explaining the quote-unquote establishment party line. He's quoting what the typical uh, uh, conventional wisdom is with regarding with regard to chokhmah that chokhmah indeed does have an advantage over not having chokhmah, and that advantage is that one can plan better as he goes into the future. But he ends the pasuk here as by saying ve'adati gamani, but I knew shemikre echad yikreet kulam that really there is no great advantage to chokhmah from kesilut from sichlut because the same thing will happen to both the Hacham and the Kesil, and we'll see in a second what that is. But you can already see that he's not taking the same tack as he took in the first half of this unit, where he said the reason why Chokhmah does not have any advantage over uh, folly and revelry is because, trust me, over here he's already sort of giving you proof that Chokhmah does not have any advantage over folly because of X. So he's already starting to give you a reasoning. Pasuk tetvav ve'amarti ani beribi, I said in my heart, The same thing that happens to the fool will happen to me. What was the purpose of me gaining wisdom more than the fool? Ve'dibarti beribi, I said in my heart, Shegam zehaver. This too, this incremental, the extra attainment of wisdom which I have attained is also haver, is also mere breath. 
And why is that? What, what exactly will happen to both him and the Kasil that will prove that his attainment of wisdom is mere breath? Pasuk Tetzayin, Ki en zichron lehacham im hakesil leona. For there is no remembrance of the wise as with the fool forever. Because in the days to come, all will be forgotten. We've seen this idea expressed by Kohelet previously, and the idea is a simple one. That is, there is no eternal remembrance. There is no eternal significance to almost anyone. Everyone, both the wise man and the fool, the, that who, the, the person who attained wisdom and the person who did not attain wisdom, who spent his entire life enjoying himself, a few hundred years from now, they will both basically be the same. There will be no memory of each of them. Yes, the wise man dies like the fool. And here is the punchline of this particular section, this particular unit. The reason why Chokhmah has no yitron over sikhlut, over folly, is because both the wise man and the fool, the person who enjoys himself, both of them end up in the same position, dead with no remembrance at all. Here is Kohelet not speaking from his experience that Chokhmah has no incremental benefit to sikhlut. Here he's, t- he's giving you a logical uh, reasoning, the reason why Chokhmah has no yitron on sikhlut is because both the wise man and the kisil end up dead with no zikhron. Pasuk Yudzayin, and now Shalomo Kohelet turns to uh, the attainment of physical, of material success, and he assesses that for a second time. And I hated a life, for it was evil, all that was done under the sun. And you know already know that he's speaking about physical achievements here because he's talking about ma'aseh in Tahat Hashemesh rather than any chokhmah which is Tahat Hashemayim. Continuing the pasuk, ki akol hevel Everything is mere breath and hurting the wind. Pasuk yudhet v'saneti ani et kol amali she'ani amel Tahat Hashemesh. I hated all the toil that I toiled under the sun. All this hard work that I did, all that's going to happen is I'm going to leave it to a person that comes after me. And this is a very, very cynical and negative description of basically uh, his kids, his, his descendants. Who is he going to leave his physical attainment to? To his kids. And instead of uh, the typical attitude we see in the rest of Tanakh, where the person's physical achievements he leaves for his kids, it's a Yerusha, it's a Nahala. Over here, Kohelet actually negates that, and he says, all this physical toil that I toiled, I'm just going to leave it to this person, someone, who comes after me. Pasuk Yutet, Who knows if my son, if the person who comes after me, it will be a wise man or a fool. He will rule over all the toil that I toiled and that I expended mental energy on under the sun. This too is Havel, is mere breath. And once I started thinking about this, I turned around to make my heart despair over all the toil that I toiled under the sun. 
פסוק כ"א, כי יש אדם שעמלו בחוכמה ובדעת ובכישרון. There is a man that his toil is with wisdom and knowledge and skill. ולאדם שלא עמל בו יתננו חלקו, גם זה הבל ורעה רבה. And he will end up giving it to a man that did not toil. He will end up giving his portion to a man who did not toil. Again, he's talking about his kids. This too is mere breath, hevel, and a big evil. Just like in the previous Pesukim, Kohelet was looking at Chokhmah in light of death. Here too he is looking at the attainment of material success in light of death. After death, what happens to all that material success? It simply goes to the person who comes after him. And for all he knows, the person who comes after him may lose it because he may not have the knowledge and wisdom to keep it or to, to do what's right by all that material success. And of course, just intuitively, we know this is true. How many wealthy families from 200 or 400 years ago are still wealthy today because of the wealth they attained back then? Of course, uh, very few, if any at all. And that's what Kohelet is saying is that there's no eternity. There's no eternal value to any of the physical attainments that a person attains. Pasuk Chavbet, Ki me hove la'adam bechol amalo, ubra'ayon libo, shehu amel tahat hashamish. For what does a man have from all his toil, and from the care of his heart, that he toils under the sun? Pasuk Chavgimel, Ki chol yamav mach'obim, v'chavas r'inyano. For all his days are pain, and worry is his business. At night as well, his heart does not rest. This too is mere breath heaven. As we said earlier, the word kaas here does not mean anger, but pain or sorrow or heartache. And what Kohelet is saying over here, all a, all a man's days, a person who attains all this uh, great material success, all this wealth, his days are filled with pain and his nights are filled with worry about all the material success that he has. You can almost hear Hazal's pitgam of Marbene Chassi Marbe Da'aga in this pasuk. Pasuk Chafdalid, and you will notice here that pasuk Chafalef, Chafbet, and Chafgimel all start with the word Ki, and pasuk Chafhei and Chavav also both start with the word Ki. The, word, the pasuk Chafdalid, which we're about to learn, does not start with the word Ki. It breaks the monotony of the Pesukim that come both before and afterwards. And so you already know from the fact that it is so distinctive that there's going to be an important message in this Pasuk. There is nothing better for a man than to eat and drink and satiate himself with the good things that come through his toil. This too I have seen, it is from God's hand. What this is, and we'll have further opportunity to speak about this in Perek uh, Gimel and in different parts of the book, this is a sort of preview as to what Kohelet's answer is to all of his questions. The best thing a person can do is not think that his achievement of wisdom or his attainment of material success has any eternal value, the best thing he can actually do is enjoy the here and now, what he is eating and drinking and what he's satiating himself with right now, he should enjoy it. Why? Because 
because this halak, this portion that you now have, this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you, this is what God gave you, and you should be happy with this portion that you have. Pasuk Chafhe, and you can almost see this as a continuation of, not the previous Pasuk, but the Pasuk before that, which ended with Gamze Hebel Hu. Why is this all Hebel, this, this attainment of material success? Ki mi yochal mimeni. Who will eat and who will feel uh, save for me? All these material goods that I have amassed, who will get to enjoy them except for me? Nobody else, it's just me, there's no eternality to them. You can also kind of see this as a continuation of the previous Pasuk, the sort of key to Kohelet, which is to enjoy the here and now. And why is it that you should enjoy the here and now? Because who else will get to enjoy the material goods that you have amassed or the wisdom that you have attained except for yourself right now? Pasuk Chafvav, and here Kohelet ends the entire unit on a note of uh, a little bit of despair or a little bit of cynicism almost. Ki adam she'tob lefanav natan v'simcha. For the man who is good before Hashem, before God, he has given wisdom and knowledge and merriment. Ve'la hote natan y'inyan le'esof ve'lichnos latet le'tob lefnei ha'elohim. But to the sinner, to the offender, he has given the business of amassing and taking in, of attaining all this material success, and to do what? To give to him who seems good before God. This too is mere breath and hurting the wind. And the pshat of this pasuk is that no matter what a person does, the person that is good before God, he will end up getting the good that God gives, and the person who is evil, who is a choteh, no matter what he does, as much as he attains, God is going to take it from him and end up giving it to the good person anyway. So what's the point in working hard, in attaining great things? If you're a good person, there's no point in working hard because God will take the good things that were amassed by the evil person and give it to you. And if you're a bad person, what's the point of working hard? God will take it from you anyway. The Midrash in this Pasuk is extraordinarily appropriate. It it says that the Pasuk is actually talking about Haman and Mordechai, and that's a great example of the situation we were just discussing, in which Haman works so hard to do everything possible he can to attain great things and to kill Mordechai, and what ends up happening, the great things that Haman wants to attain, walking through the city with the servant of the king saying, Oh, uh, that ends up happening to Mordechai, and the tree that Haman makes to hang Mordechai on, Haman himself ends up being hung on. And so Kohelet ends the Perik by saying, really, there's no purpose to either the attainment of wisdom or the attainment of material goods, because God will give those to whoever he deems deserving of those things, and to whoever he does not deem deserving of those things, he will take them away from him anyway. That ends the first major unit of Kohelet, which soaks up uh, the entirety of Perek Bet and most of uh, Perek Aleph, or a great deal of Perek Aleph. And the conclusion of Kohelet here is that whether you take his word for it based on his experience, or you think about it in light of the inevitability of death, both the attainment of Chokhmah and the attainment of material goods both have no lasting significance.